Welcome to the Early Night Show with Anwar Pramanik. Well, hello there, beautiful. I welcome you to the season finale episode of Anwar Pramanik's Early Night Show. Tonight we complete season one, and it's a celebration night. Thank you so much for being a part of it. Thank you so much for listening to it for so long. This is just the beginning. It's not the end. It's just the beginning. I can tell you. I can feel it. Now, as promised, backed by popular demand, tonight we're going to continue the episode. Come on, baby, light my fire, with the part two continuation of that. If you have not yet heard "Come On Baby Light My Fire" part one, I'd recommend you listen to this part and then go back to that part and understand why this podcast was so popular and why everyone's asking for a part two. <clears throat> why everyone was really looking forward to part two. I mean, I announced part two in that podcast itself. I think it was episode thirteen where I did "Light My Fire" part one. And today we are in. Episode twenty-five. It <laughs> feels good, man. Oof. For all you am- amazing people who missed that podcast, I will just fill you in on what we're talking about today. We are going to be talking about all the beautiful women who have had a chance to all the regrets with all the beautiful women. that i've had all the could have beens and the i wishes that's what i'm going to discuss in this podcast like the previous one i spoken about a few of them probably i think till college today i'm going to talk about after college what happened i'm it's going to be balls out it's going to be really intimate intimate this one and i'm not obviously i'm going to keep everyone's identity discreet last time a lot of y'all who <laughs> i was talking about in the podcast did tune in so i hope a few of y'all are going to tune in for this one now last time we stopped off at the the lady who i had wished i dated back in college or at least i'd wished i'd cooked he like we done what we wanted to but we didn't anyways <laughs> today i'm going to continue with a story again this is going to be completely uh, no context uh, i mean sorry it's not very it's not it's not in sequential i'm going to mix up a few stories some of them are very short lived some of them are long lived most of them none of them worked out these are all the situations that didn't work out and the reason i'm celebrating this is because i've realized that despite that i still hold each of these memories it's very treasured very treasured memories these are <laughs> cuz um in my life there's three things that i want i want the freedom to explore the world and all the human experiences i want to make love to every woman that i find attractive and who finds me attractive and i and i want to travel to places 
where I can explore myself in isolation, backpack across places, do pilgrimages. And I want to meet any interesting, anyone I find interesting, I want to meet them. These are a few things that I want to do in life. The freedom leading to all of this. So the fact, I know it for a fact, like I, I personally, I don't believe that relationships today, again, I don't speak for everyone, but I speak for a majority of people. Relationships today aren't the way it's supposed to be ideally. I mean, <clears throat> again, this is not speaking up against, actually, you know what? I'm not going to be nice. I'm going to speak up against what I feel. I, I believe honestly that no two human beings are meant to be monogamous or at least no two human beings are meant to start monogamous and end monogamous. I honestly believe that given the origin of society and evolution of, of human dynamics, of social dynamics, cultural dynamics, introspective dynamics, I think what's happened is at one point of time, it made sense to be monogamous, STDs, short-lived relationships, people getting married off early, a lot of religious perversion, anti-religious perversion. It's necessary for, for relationships to be in a certain way. It was necessary for marriages to be formed so that kingdoms could establish relationships with one another. Today, we have no need for that, but I still see a lot of these Gharelu type families sending off their daughters and sons as if they were nothing more than like a piece of paper for a contract in the kingdom. I've seen it. I see it happen every, every other a month. <clears throat> and someone and I know who's from a very strict family getting married off. That's that really fucked up. I'm against that. I'm against people who are stuck in relationships and stuff like that. But again, that's that's not part of this context, this conversation. The whole idea is to talk about. I personally believe that relationships today are incomplete, shallow. No two individuals explore themselves spiritually, sexually, physically, and none of it's based on truth it's all based on a significant lie which is why you know after a while again i don't speak for a i don't speak for everyone but i speak for a majority after a while things fall short and it's primarily because of that level of intimacy and human beings i according to me human beings like exclusivity in relationships is not a given it's 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 not a choice i mean it's not a given it's it's earned like, like how I very strongly believe that driving in public roads is not a right. It's something that's earned. But we treat it like it's a fucking right. I mean, if you look at the Western, anywhere in the West or in Japan, if you, tr if you take your driving license for granted, you're going to fucking lose it. Right? Quite similar with relationships. I think that I honestly think that exclusivity is not a given, it's earned both ways. No guy can ever demand that the woman he likes be exclusive to him. It's earned. Similarly, no woman can ever demand that the guy that she's with demand that he's exclusive. It's something that's earned. That's what I very strongly believe. And if you're going to demand it and the other faggot's going to cave in or the lady's going to cave in, then your relationship is doomed. It's fucking, he's, either he's going to become a cuck or you're going to become his bitch. It's one of those two things that's going to happen at the end of it. No one's going to be satisfied. And in a relationship, there always has to be one dominant. 
but then again when i say one dominant i don't mean to say one dominating the relationship i mean to say that one who in any given situation there's one who's dominant it's never one person who's continuously dominant but any given situation there's one person in the relationship who's dominant that's what i believe in and if you're going to have a cuck or a bitch relationship the other person is never going to dominate and he's going to live his entire life dominated it's really fucked up the kind of shit that happens and and some guys they want to be with the girl so bad or some women they don't want to let go of this guy because of that security that they endure that shit you know like women who get beaten up at physical abuse domestic abuse men who are being taken for a ride by these i don't know poo bears <laughs> Again, I am not against relationships. I fucking love relationships. I think every single human being on this planet should be in a relationship. I just believe that the way relationships are today are really fucked up. That's what I believe. Now that we have that out of the way, in case you missed the previous podcast, let's jump right into the story. <clears throat> Last time we left off with this lady who Asked me out in college and post college, I again hung out with her, <laughs> and then I found out later that she wanted to like, she was much older than me and stuff like that. So, anyways, that was the last story. Today, I'm going to talk about start off with the first story of this much older lady. The first time I, this is a lady that I had a brilliant relationship with, intimate, spiritual, sexual, physical. Even today, I have a sort of connection with her. She's much older than me. She's like twice my age. Her kids older than me. <laughs> and we met in goa um it was me and theo a friend of mine we were living in goa together and we rented this one shack theo paid for my entire goa trip man fuck i still owe you a go- <laughs> a holiday in india theo <laughs> yeah so <laughs> me and theo were living in this small ass room and one evening that same evening we hear someone checking into the next room and we see this much older gentleman and this much older lady with her and the older gentleman starts talking to theo and they make like making conversation and we find out they're russian and i go off to the beach at that point of time i still remember i fucked off to the beach somewhere i don't remember i fucked off somewhere <laughs> somewhere i fucked off this was in arambol then i come back home that evening and we are going to uh this shack that was nearby i forgot the name some hodgepodge moch or something like that was the name of the <clears throat> it was a cafe there was this dance ceremony kind of thing going on like these israeli belly dancers and these musicians they were all there and i still remember it was me and theo chilling and alec uh no he wasn't there and this the the person who was my who had joined us in the adjoining room he came down and he was like hey what's up guys what's happening he wasn't talking to me much but i'm like you know that's where i'll go make friends and introduce myself till today we still connected on whatsapp so <laughs> it's amazing this is like 5 or 4 years ago so i remember that he was telling us about how I, in my initial assumption was there was a husband wife he's telling me that's her, that's his best friend from Russia she doesn't speak a word of english <clears throat> i didn't speak a word of russian theo didn't speak a word of russian they were in india chilling and you know i think very casually he just hints it to theo you know like that she's here like it was very casual the way he hinted it it was the first time right i'm getting used to it he was like dude we are here to just fuck around like 
she's divorced i'm divorced she has a kid i have a kid we are single we have to fucking chill he was telling that to theo you know almost as if like he was telling theo to like do do her it felt like that at that point of time no like he was trying to set them up you know it felt like that and then the fun part happened is right like i'm standing and i'm chilling and i'm talking to this like this bald american guy from california and he was telling me about you know how he finds himself confident even though he's bald and he does these sand castles in the beach every evening to meditate something like that okay he was telling me and suddenly i see the lady she walked in the older lady she walked into the club and there the cafe and i'm looking at her and she goes and she's like dancing listening to the music i go i walk behind her i just like nudge her then for that evening you know like theo came and fed us some bruschettas with feta cheese on it but for that entire evening me and her were dancing and i remember the next evening like dude i don't speak a word of russian she doesn't speak a word of english i pulled out my phone and i'm using google translate <laughs> that's how we are communicating literally i fucking kid you not <laughs> like she's talking to it in russian and is translating back to me i'm talking to it in english and is translating back to her it was mad <laughs> So we decided to meet the next morning. The next morning we went out for lunch. Then we went out to a fort. Me, Theo, and Tito, all three of us rented scooters and we went to a long a fort far away and we chilled over there and we came back. That evening we went to a dhaba. There was a party going on and that evening I'm like, I think I'm in love with this lady. Right? We couldn't take our eyes off each other, Macha. Like we were sitting next to each other, we were like cuddling, hugging. We couldn't take our eyes off each other. Okay, it was amazing, right? That evening, I'm like, come, let's go for a walk. We go for a walk. We're walking along the beach. It's like nine, nine, ten o'clock in the night. It's windy as fuck. We're like ankle deep in the water, holding hands. I just turn around to her. I hold her, and I just fuck. We just kiss. Like it's for like five, ten minutes. We were just kissing. and i think that the we got so amazingly intimate again like i'm telling you i don't speak her language she doesn't speak my language but we fucking connected so strongly that night i think we made amazing love we made amazing love together and i still remember this scene <laughs> oh dude she uh, this is when i'm i'm on my shoulder i'm resting on my on my on my chest she's on my back and i'm on my phone we're going through something and suddenly the the landlord he fucking just comes through the door he like knocks and as he's knocking the door opens and we're both naked so she like she welps up oh! where's her blanket jumps off me and i'm like whoa 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 and then like he pulls me out and he's like he literally thought that uh it was a call girl kind of a situation and he was really fucking freak freaking out for some reason right and i explained to him alex alex came <laughs> I couldn't hide that name. Alex came and he was explaining to her, "No, dude, not the scene. Fuck you, it's not the scene." And the best part is, the next day they left. Um, I wanted, I was supposed to meet them for breakfast, but I didn't. Because that night we partied hard. I went out and I partied hard. <laughs> I didn't wake up, and she she messaged me. She's like, "Why didn't you come meet me?" I told him, like, "I didn't apologize, but I told. It just didn't happen." <laughs> And that evening, like he, he, me, and that old the landlord, we were sitting, and he was telling me like. How was it, bro? <laughs> like he was, he was like asking me. Like I was giving him sex ed, like ninth grade sex ed that evening. It was great. Like we weren't talking about what I did, but I was giving him sex ed. Like this is how you do it. This is what you do. I'm pretty sure he like they had amazing sex him and his wife that night. So yeah, this was this 
amazing experience in goa when i realized you don't really need a language to connect with someone i mean it's all about energy body language how you reciprocate each other's vibe that's all it's about i mean that's all relationships are about it's not about fucking proposing i mean yeah obviously you have rituals but it's not about like what you connect on what you don't connect on it's about how you connect how you feel when you are with each other you know language is im- immaterial so the next one is this um i would say she's half black and half american or half bangalorean something like that she was half black right and me- i met her three times at three different events three different versions of the same event the event was uh, called uh, open house or something like that it's basically led by this lady who does this event for other ladies who are artists to sell their art amazing event i mean i i always <laughs> i was going i used to i went there for every fucking season to head on women <laughs> me and my friends teja and akib and <laughs> nishant and vishnu <laughs> preetam we all <laughs> we all went there just to head on women <laughs> uh some really pretty women though classy and pretty i mean it's good so i remember meeting her there and we really hit it off i mean we fucking hit it off like crazy and i remember the first time that i went to this event i was bald i was trying out this bald look i looked like i looked like a fucking mozzie <laughs> second time i went i had long curly hair and a beard and third time i went i went clean shaven but with short hair which i have the look that i have now and all three times when i started hitting on her i had like a very different personality right because it was like in three different years it happened all three times this was when i was just in college right so all three times i remember we were hitting it off and then she's like i think i know you and i'm like yeah you remember that bald guy <laughs> she's like no it's you and i remember that curly haired guy who was the bald guy I'm like no it's you <laughs> it didn't work out between us though i mean i think um i was too much of a raging bull in those events like i was like hitting on every single woman and i don't think she were particularly fancied that but i still remember her face clear as day to me she looked like you know one of those um you've seen those statues those face mask statues that you get from africa her face was cut like that it was amazing very very pretty face very curly brown hair very fit amazing Oh, so many women like I remember this was one event you know I mean I don't want to I don't want to sound like sound like a piece of shit but I I am a piece of shit so I'm going to say it anyways I mean that one event it literally felt I felt like a kid at a candy fair <laughs> literally did it was amazing I mean I thank you Teja for taking me to those events I mean the women there were wonderful I really loved interacting with all the artists the you know a person's art truly shows a reflection of their character and going through all those artists i realize everyone's so different so unique you know these women every woman is so uniquely different it's beautiful it's amazing yeah but unfortunately it didn't work out to regret i still i i could have made it work out but i was too much of a raging bull like i said at that point of time i didn't i couldn't uh, not that i have good game at that point of time so i don't blame myself at all i wish i can always keep wishing but stun is done next one i remember i remember this uh, there was this one time when i was 
you know i used to keep inviting friends to i used to live in indranagar and i used to keep inviting all my facebook friends come acha meet me at this event come meet me and duelist inquiry is one of my favorite artists i mean every single event that he's played in bangalore i've gone and i've fucking made sure i was there for free standing in front sahaj bakshi amazing musician loves his music that's why i love being there at his gigs um so i remember this one event where i had invited like some some 30 40 of my friends so it was a indranagar humming tree filled with like 90 100 people and like 50 of them know me and i know them so everywhere i'm walking there people are like what's up on way hi on way i felt like a baller like i felt like king that day in humming <laughs> tree right i used to do this very often but imagine duelist inquiry gig and it feels like i'm the boss of humming tree like there's this philosophy i have okay that wherever you're going carry that carry an energy that as if you are the host of that event if you're going to a fucking friend's house party and you don't know the host if your friend is taking you to a house party and you don't know the host act in that party as if you are the host don't act cocky but act to that energy like you know hey what's up welcome to the party what's up you want to get a drink let's go get a drink make friends you know so i remember that i'm dancing and i'm i'm going from like left side of the club to the right side of the club to back side of the club front side of the club dancing with in front dancing with random people everyone's coming dancing with me it's crazy okay and i remember i in the middle of the gig okay i turn back and you know this actress no from uh, what's that movie um uh bahubali that lady what's her name uh bahubali actress tamanna tamanna right uh damn yo <laughs> anyways <laughs> look at me <laughs> yeah so anyways dude this i just turn around and i see someone who looks like tamanna and like standing there short fucking pretty glowing and the best part is like the reason i turn around is because you know when i'm dancing i fucking hate it when people come on the dance floor and stand when i'm dancing and like block me i fucking hate it So I look back and I see like you know there's someone who's not, whose elbow is constantly hitting me whenever I'm like trying to like shake okay and I'm, I turn back and I'll see this fucking pretty ass like pretty ass lady and this like one champu guy with her and this champu guy is like taking selfies in the fucking middle of the dance floor with her like can one selfie madam I I was a little fried okay so I look back and I tell this girl Dude, you mind going to the back side of the club and standing? And she got shocked. Like she, I was a little rude. Okay, I'm like she fucking got shocked. <laughs> Now, me, okay, I'm, I'm an asshole. Okay, because what happens is, I act very rudely to women I find attractive, and then I fucking when they don't. This is a this is a this is a loop. Okay, I remember this is a fucking repetitive negative feedback loop that I'm stuck in. I used to be stuck in that. I'd tap on them, and then I would vie for their attention, and then the night would end. They would go home. I would go home. I'm like, fuck! I should have just just been nice. So this is the night that I started actualizing and internalizing that I actually do this shit. So I remember this happened, and throughout the night, I'm like, she's looking at me, I'm looking at her, and I'm like, till today I have this regret. I'm, I lived walking distance from fucking humming tree, dude. <laughs> like my house was two minutes away from humming tree, and I had two kittens at home and good food at home and. <laughs> nice view balcony <laughs> for that reason like to every time i look at tamanna now i'm like i'm like fuck 
<laughs> so I did, I went online and I got stuck up on that Tamanna thing for that very reason. <laughs> so yeah, this was one of those uh, evenings that I realized um, that I do that. And it was all thanks to that lady. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. I wish it did. I really wish it did. I mean, she was stunning, okay? And, uh, but it's okay, whatever. I mean, coulda, woulda, shoulda. <laughs> like they say, coulda, woulda, shoulda. So that happened. That was fun. This reminds me of another, similarly, okay, I remember, same, within that time period, two, these two events happened, which made me, three events happened, which made me realize that I will tell you about the third one and the second one all. I've written all three of them down in one shot. So what happened is, um, I was at a Psytrance gig, which happened in the VR box in Whitefield. High on Fire or some band like that had come, okay. Um... So me and my entire gang of Psy friends, we'd gone and we'd fucking raving, okay? And I remember in this party, I'd met some random two, three people who were in, apparently in my college. So they know me, I don't know them. Not trying to act cool or anything, but it's like shows how unsociable I was in college. So they're like, I'm dancing with one of those dudes. Uh, and suddenly in the middle, it feels like someone just took their fingers and fucking put something bitter in my mouth. I, my eyes open and I look, the guy next to me, he winks and he puts a MDMA in my mouth, okay. <laughs> and fucking night, obviously, I was already tripping on acid. So this MD comes in and I'm like, boom, okay. Then I remember, again, like I told you, right, I don't like it when people get in my space when I'm dancing. Nor do I get, I don't get in anyone's space either, right? It's a bit of both. So I remember I'm dancing and there's this lady who comes and... It's a fucking Israeli lady, right? I know it because the artist was also Israeli. And I just, I just know an Israeli when I see them. I've been in Goa so long. I just know an Israeli when I see them. Israeli, Israel, Palestine, basically that, that Jerusalem, Middle East. So I remember I'm sitting and, um, uh, sorry, I'm dancing on the floor and this, this Israeli lady comes and I very politely tell her, I'm like, she, if when I'm dancing, if my hand hits your face, you will get hurt. I think she misunderstood me. I think she thought I'll say I'll hit your face because she looked at me and she like, gives me a look like, you know, like Durga Ma awakening kind of look. And she's like, I'll fucking hit you. Broken English. I get shocked. Okay. I'm really like taken aback. And she like just dances away and her friend comes. Okay. And she's like, dude, I'm, it gives me that look, you know, I'm sorry, man. It's just happy. She's drunk or whatever. I'm like, cool. And she was fucking like, she looked like. She looked like a goddess. After that night, that that instant, I'm like, I fell in love, you know, I'm like, couldn't take my eyes off her. And I think I've mentioned it like that. I had this very shitty thing, feedback loop of make them chase and then the night would end and I'm like, fuck, they didn't come. They're like, this guy's not interested. I'm like, this girl's didn't chase me. It was very fucking neck, like shitty, okay? That fucking like psychological way my brain worked. So the entire, and, and there's another thing that happens, okay, guys, I'm telling you, guys and girls, I'm telling you this. If you're somewhere and you're attracted to someone and you know they're hovering around you, they're attracted to you as well. If they're hovering around you, if they're looking at you, if they're doing shit around you, if they've come to pick up, if you're at the bar and they've come to like lights, they've come to do something stupid, they're into you, man. I'm telling you that. Keep that in mind. Next time you're anywhere, you're giving off good vibes and you see someone hovering around you, they're into you. So this lady for the fucking next one hour of the party, because of me and my friends, we were like the 
most energetic in the dance floor like we were like fucking shouting screaming like catching random people and saying come dance and shit like that right so this lady for the entire night not the entire night, next 40 20 30 minutes she kept coming in front of me kept coming behind me and she's like like you know like when she's like again i'm not trying to show off but this is just a it's just a thing we all do peacocking right like when she came in front of me that's when she's like shaking more and she walks off at one point of time i'm like okay now i'm going to go talk to her but i look and i don't see her anywhere so that's when i started realizing you know like you can't wait can't play this teasing game all the time the tease was done long ago i should have just gone for it right again one of those regrets <laughs> could have would have should could have would have should she was lebanese i think lebanese not israeli not palestinian she was lebanese i remember lebanese because we had a discussion with her friends in the middle she was lebanese you know i've i had one page i've probably finished one third of the page and we are already 29 minutes into the podcast so okay i'm going to keep going on you can choose to stay or not next is i'm going to talk about uh, these two women who i met or let, let me speak about yeah these two women who i met um during my india trip the same time i met that russian lady so after goa i went to udupi manipal and at that point of time what was happening is i was doing a lot of vlogs so i had this very cute lady i'd met at a friend's house party uh we were really into, like i told you right when someone's into you you know when she's hovering around you but at that party i was with someone else i was with the sister of the host <laughs> now i can't take anyone's name because it'll get very obvious who it is but this is what happened and um Oh, that sister of the host is another story. She also got married. So one of the recurring themes of this "Come on, baby, light my fire" is a lot of these women are now married, <laughs> and I still, I don't desire them, but I still, you know, like have that affection. That's what I believe. Right? I believe that today's relationships are flawed because as long as two people are together, there's love. Women, they're not. There's no more love. For me, it's like I have love all the time. I'm very demanding and I'm very loving. It's going to be there all the time. So yeah, these two women. Uh, one is um, so after Goa, I went to Udupi or I went to Chennai. I went to Udupi. Okay. So what happened in Udupi was uh, I had to meet. I wanted to stay in Manipal to meet this lady who was following my vlogs, who I met at that party, and she was following my vlogs, and she was really fascinated by me, and I was really fascinated by her, and we wanted to meet, and we wanted to like have crazy like the entire time we were just talking about how we will fuck each other once we meet. <laughs> she's really kind and nice okay and i and i really feel bad because um there are few times this has happened to me very few times this has happened to me that certain women i just can't get myself hard enough to fuck them i get so stuck up in my head so 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 stuck up in my head that i can't get myself hard in that situation and it really fucked with my ego at one point of time right starting with this incident this lady so if you're listening to this i don't know if you are we've completely not been in touch since that i think she despises me okay to be honest uh <laughs> if you're listening to this i'd like to apologize um i don't know what the fuck was going on through my mind at that point of time. i think you remember i told you right like at one point of time you made me feel so good i was like no girl has ever made me feel like this and you were like i do this with every guy and i was going through a lot of conflicting thoughts fucked up thoughts at that point of time again that's not an excuse 
but yeah whatever so i remember <clears throat> i am traveling from goa to udupi or goa to somewhere else i fucking don't remember my itinerary very well okay i traveled from goa i was in arambol to south goa mapsa from mapsa to udupi i take a uh, to mapsa to udupi mapsa to udupi was my train i didn't get a ticket so i had to fucking share a side seat with another guy the guy was nice he was skinny also so both of us could aaram se sleep on that you know like proper jugadu indian style so i did reached udupi at 3 or 4 or 2 in the morning and she fucking came to pick me up on a scooter macha so she came to pick me up uh i forgot where i landed okay did i land in udupi or did i land in manipal by train na one of those places she came pick me up we went home we cuddled and we slept no i didn't sleep the whole night the entire night we were just like cuddling making out and having a great time and that's when i was like i realized dude for whoa like this was in succession right so i had goa then i had just before goa pune i didn't i can't speak about pune it was a little too much pune goa then this and then before that kotegiri so i had going through a lot of weird relationship things that are happening and at this point of time i'm like wow i love this woman i want to be with her but i can't have to go i'm going through these thoughts what about what about this lady oh so many things so i remember right that uh, that entire 3 days or 2 days i spent with her she was so disappointed at the end of it she paid for my lunch she took me out for a movie star wars i think we saw force awakens together <laughs> she was so nice to me and i and i was such a um, chutia this is the only one i really feel really very bad about you know like the best part is we met at blue frog 3 years later and she was with her cousin and she was so shocked and so like negative towards me again i don't think she she's she's not a negative she's a very nice person okay and she was just i don't know what happened man crazy it was She had a hot name too. Really, really fucking great body. Amazing curly, curly hair. Nice lady. She liked me a lot. That's why I know she hates me now. <clears throat> the other lady was so after Udupi, I went to Chennai because I had to take from Chennai to Howrah a train. So I was in Chennai for a day, and I was with an uncle of another friend of mine. And this is uncle was really loaded. He was rich. Took me around. Bought me beer. So when I landed in Chennai, I had to take a bus from the bus stop, which was your uh, what is it, what bus stop is that? Ma- Majestic? No, what is that? Very famous bus stop in Chennai, because this bus stop is off significance to this story. Uh, famous bus stop in Chennai. What's the name? Neither of these. It's got a English name, okay. can't remember the bus stop's name right now so i'm in a bus and i see this pretty fucking white lady sitting right in front of me she notices me as well i get a call okay uh from <clears throat> i think my friend or my mum one of them called me and they were like how are you where are you and i'm talking i'm like i'm in goa i just came from goa to chennai i'm planning to go to nepal now so i have a conversation suddenly this lady As soon as my call is done, she looks back and she's like, "Hey, so do you know where this bank is?" I'm like, "Today is my first day in Chennai. I have no idea." She's like, oh, "Okay." She turns around and we start talking. She's telling me she's came from Nepal to Goa and she's going to Goa, and I'm like, "I just came from Goa and I'm going to Nepal." 
coincidence that's the first coincidence right so this is when i have in goa realized you know i could have done more i'm like i'm not going to take any more mistakes uh, go our odpi so i'm like so she's about to get off two stops later and we're chatting and she's at the door she's off the bus i get up go off and like give me your number give me on facebook i want to add you i want to take you out for maybe if you're in the city today she's like i don't know if i'll be i'm like i don't care just give me we'll connect if you are there we'll be there um so she connects we connect and um i'm i'm out of this uncle he's bought me beer we go to the beach we're chilling and she messages she's like i'm going to be at this bus stop at 5 i have a bus at 6 can you come i'm like yeah 7 uh, or 8 or something it was sundown i remember that what is that bus stop's name dude <laughs> anyways so uh, i'm here at this bus stop dude there's so many so many names oh my god i think this will have to be a three part podcast to be honest i can't do it in two parts there's so much anyways let's go on so uh, i still remember um so i told his uncle uncle can you drop me off to that bus stop because i was staying with uh, another friend of mine's friend who he told us here and that next evening i had to meet one of my lecturers from college who had shifted to chennai who was with his girlfriend so i had a lot my pack itinerary was really fucking packed okay so basically some context i traveled around india for two months without any money living off my friends couches living with them chilling i went to nepal bhutan uh, only nepal and bhutan yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and a lot of india like almost like 100000 kilometers or like did a lot of kilometers two months no money almost like 5000 rupees that's it um so yeah this is when i was in chennai in chennai and she's like yeah i'm like yeah i'll come i'll come meet you so tell uncle uncle you drop me off he says i'll drop you off he dropped me off he drops me off and i'm walking around the bus stop and i don't see her and i'm like fuck how do i contact her she's not messaging me on messenger either she's not a very social media proper hippie dude she was dreadlocks like boho clothes you proper hippie like hippie chick right have those john lennon glasses i still remember yellowing teeth she used to make fun of her own teeth as i remember fuck she was she was my she's my first wife and i'll get to that story a little later so that day in chennai we meet and um, so i'm going around the bus stop and i'm like oh she's not there suddenly i hear my name i look to the left she's sitting on the floor of the bus stop you know like squatting kind of thing like not squatting you know like she's sitting on her bum and her legs are spread and she's like looking at me like stored it's like the vp sign in her hand I immediately pick her up and i had this tendency you know i have this tendency of whenever i'm with a woman i immediately grab their hand i want to hold their hand so i hold her hand and i'm like we're walking around and this is in the middle of fucking chennai macha one of the most fucking culturally reserved places i'm holding this girl's hand and we're walking around that's why this bus stop is very important because it is the main bus stop of the city everyone can see you there okay so i grab her hand and i'm really hungry and i'm like come let's go get some food she's like yeah cool let's do that so we just walk across the bus stop canteens on the left and on the right hand side is this card shop i'm like come let's go see that what's that shop she's like okay and one of the things that i had learned in game was it's another free tip for all you boys and girls if you really want your first date to be the most impactful don't spend your first date in one place 
but spend your first date in a bunch of places like for example meet at a shopping center walk around the shopping center go to the supermarket pick yourself up something chocolate or something then from there go to the restaurant or go to a brewery grab a beer or two and from there go to a restaurant from there go to a desert parlor from there go to somewhere else in the park from there go to another store become some snack from there go to the cab spot from there pick drop her off so instead of spending 3 hours in one restaurant or in one nightclub you're spending 3 hours across so that's something i i still do i i love my dates like that so i take mari this lady's hands <laughs> and uh, we go to this shop and we go down and i see it's a shop where couples can get wedding cards made this is i'm probably spent 20 minutes with this chick in my life but i know that there is a connect with her i'm very strongly connected because i tell you okay so far in my relationships or with women that i've been i've always been the one to lead like i'm the one holding the hand and leading and she walks behind me but with this lady she was walking ahead of me which i fucking i fell in love with like for the first time ever walking next to me and then sometimes walking ahead of me and i fucking loved that you know i loved it um so i remember then what happened is um uh, we go to this wedding card and i'm telling you know like we connected very strongly right so we at no point of time does it feel like i need to impress her or she needs to impress me i'm like anything i say out of my mouth i know we will like so you know we're hitting it off we were like how do you want uh, if the whole context was if you and me are getting married how does our wedding card have to be so i remember we finalized a blue wedding card glossy blue wedding card with like golden writing and she had written it down the content <laughs> we did that you know literally then after that you know when we were walking i'm i'm talking to her as if i'm a boyfriend you know like that's how we are chatting with each other so we go to this place and i'm broke right i don't have money so i tell her dude you buy you buy i'll buy juice you buy food she like yeah let's fucking do that so i buy juice and we're talking we're talking at the juice shop and from there we go to the dosa and we have idli like one platter together and from there we go to the bus stop so as i'm so we're talking about all kinds of shit like travel music love family girlfriend boyfriend relationships spirituality god psychedelics shrooms she was giving me tips about you know go to chitwan go to the park look for rhino dung pick up rhino dung then you'll see shrooms inside that psychedelic amanita mascaras and stuff then i'm telling her you know go to goa goa gills coming he's going to party stay in these places you'll pick up acid from here stay here tantra shack i was giving a full download she was giving me full download at that point of time i really feel like she was we were destined to be together and i feel she feels the same maybe not but i feel she feels the same um so we had the food and as we were walking back to the bus stop because it's time for her to go i don't know if i'll ever meet her again she doesn't know if she'll ever meet me again I ask her I, something in my head is like I want to I want to ask her if she wants to have sex with me kind of a thing you know like not ask her to have sex with me but I want to know what her thoughts are so I ask her very like sheepishly I'm like so did you have good kama sutra sex with any guy in India and she like looks at me and she laughs she's like no because I till then had never not interacted with too many foreign women especially in a romantic sexual way with Indian women I can't be so direct that's what I thought back then nowadays I am I don't give a fuck but back in those days uh, i used to think you can't be direct so with her i first risk right i'm like she's like no i didn't i thought i would but i didn't maybe in goa i'm like yeah of course for you'll have so much crazy time in goa right and i was feeling a little jealous or whatever but i remember this is the best part right this is why the bus stop is so significant i remember going to drop her off in the bus since at that point of time we already established this husband and hands are held and i'm not letting her go and 
looking deep into her eyes i'm like i want to fucking kiss this lady publicly first time like you know pda in front of all these people but i'm fucking so shy right right something from my core like i always believe right that i have this instinct gut instinct like something from the core like go ahead and kiss her dude grab her by the waist and we kiss for like good two three minutes fucking kissing buses about like kissing 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 and then when i look when we look back and i look at her and she looks at me we know at that point of time that we are going to meet again and we're going to have some good we're going to have we're meant to be together for a while um cut to few months later she was in goa for like a good 5 months or something like that she's like i'm going to leave india for uh, go to germany i'm like yeah cool go ahead she's like i'm coming to bangalore i want to stay with you for a while i'm like oh is it she's like yeah she she does she slept with me for a while she's met my parents it's crazy this is when i was living with my parents for a while she's met my parents she's met my cat she's met my sister she's met everyone in my family she this is when i started one of my own companies and stuff like that it was going good so i still remember uh one evening we had gone to drink beer i was really broke okay i wish i had more money i wish it was now because i had i would have been able to do so much with her but it's okay she was very kind okay again these women were very kind to me so we go to this beer place and uh, i have we have two beers and i take the beer ka jo kya bolte hai usko like just some two random things i take and i say to this lady let's get married not married in the sense where um, you and me go to a church do those vows and nuptials and have people witness and send wedding cards and stuff but let's just do the things that a husband and wife would do be husband and wife in name for 24 hours and see what it feels like she was like fuck yeah let's do it so we did and that's when i started realizing you know that that the only thing that marriage does or being married to someone does is it lets you know that you have a sort of unspoken contractual relationship when i say contractual i don't mean to say like a give and take kind of thing but you know what the relationship is between the both of you all you know what the dynamic is you know both of you all are romantically spiritually emotionally passionately domestically involved again that's another podcast about these different fulfillments between relationships but you know that it's it's like you know it's it's very weird to explain it like basically what we realize at the end of 24 hours is there's no difference in the way we behaved with each other whether we were married or not so that is why today you know i don't i don't need to be someone's boyfriend to act like their boyfriend or i don't need to be someone's husband to be caring and nice to someone i just i am caring and nice like it doesn't mean that every random woman i meet i'm like wow like caring and nice but to the people that i'm that i'm into and who are into me whether we are romantically into each other or platonically we I can be caring. I'm very caring, right? So that's what I mean. I don't need a premise to do something for someone. Similarly, I don't need a premise to ask something of someone. It's how do I explain it? It's like I don't need a bunch of nuptials or a bunch of signatures to be romantically involved with someone and have sex with them. I need that I just need that intimacy and spark. And I know for a fact that this intimacy and spark will last forever. So this lady and I are still connected. still talk to each other she's in germany now she's figuring out her things i'm in india now i'm figuring out but i know for a fact if we were logistically together we would be together for a long time 
again not in an exclusive husband wife relationship but we would be soul buddies so that's something i realize now i believe for a season finale i'm going to be probably i don't know if i should talk about more i think i'm going to call it a night here how many did we do today 1 2 3 4 5 only 6 really 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 21 there's 21 more left it's like almost four podcasts so i think this come on baby light my fire is going to continue for a while i honestly thought i would finish it off in this podcast but it looks like that's not happening it looks like this is going to continue and i'm probably going to continue this on to season 2 i don't know how but i know this will continue on to season 2 somehow maybe maybe not season 2 as we the curtain closes on season 1 with this episode i mean we have come to the end of this episode notebook is closed and as we count down the last few minutes of this episode i mean it's pretty much the last few minutes of season 1 i feel like a kid right now i mean kid who's seeing a project doing a project for the first time that's literally what i that's what i feel like right now and i feel great i mean i'm literally i'm literally cuddling myself right now because of how great i feel and this podcast has been an accomplishment that you and i have done together you've been listening i've been talking and i thank you again thank myself anwar you've done a fantastic job dude one season 25 episodes we did it you set a goal and we fucking did it i mean i have nothing more to say i think the less that i say the better the less i do the better the less i make the better and the electricity is back as well so i can take a shower now as well that's good look at this coincidence is divinity at play come let's dance with divinity if you've got to listen to so what i'm going to do right now guys is what i'm going to tell you is feel free to explore season 1's episodes as you want to as we come to a close today feel free to tell yourself that season 2 is coming and it's something you've got to look forward to i mean we're going to have it's not just going to be me talking in season 2 i have 25 guests lined up for 25 different episodes with 25 different topics each of us are going to talk about each of each episode is going to talk about something uniquely different it's going to be personal stories of these personal guests with personal lessons learnings episodes topics conversations and i can't wait for you to be a part of it and i can't wait for that community of 25 people who are going to join me to be a part of it so if you're listening and you're part of the 25 i can't wait to have you nor can my audience wait to hear you if you're an audience which i know you are i can't wait for you to see what season 2 is going to be all about and i can't wait to finish 25 episodes of season 2 and celebrate that with you guys as well so here's to season 1 completion of season 1 and here's looking forward to season 2 this is anvay pramanik your host signing off for the season finale of anvay pramanik's early night show tonight 
and I look forward to seeing you again in the first episode of season two. Until then, it's your host, Anvay Pramanik, signing off. Good night. Toodles. Tata. Bye-bye.